Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics, a podcast dedicated to exploring how things get places and the people who get them there. We'll talk with logistics and supply chain leaders about innovation, industry trends, and the future of the logistics business. Now, here's your host, Joe Lynch. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today's topic is the perfect partner for the owner-operator with Mandy Morrow. Welcome, Mandy. Hi. And you said it is Mandy Morrow like tomorrow, right? Yes, that is correct. (laughs) Not not Morrow. (laughs) So so I'm looking forward to this topic. Everyone's talking about owner-operators and the capacity problem. We're in the COVID era, so if you're listening later, we have had a capacity problem. And even before that, I guess it's never-ending. And We're all looking for ways to work with more owner-operators, and we're looking for ways to uh, get more truck drivers on our our freight. And that's what Mandy's going to talk to us about today. So, Mandy, please introduce yourself and your company. Yes. So, hi. My name is Mandy Morrow, and I'm with USA Truck. We are a trucking company based in Van Buren, Arkansas. This year, we will be in business for 38 years. Nice, nice USA truck. And so where is Van Buren at? Van Buren, Arkansas is considered in the River Valley of Arkansas. Um, Most people don't know where Van Buren is, but most know where Fort Smith, Arkansas is. Fort Smith is just a little bit south of Van Buren. But if you're driving on 40, which most drivers do, it goes right through Van Buren. What's the biggest city in Arkansas? I believe Fort Smith became one of the largest cities. It was either Little Rock or Fort Smith. I believe last I've heard, Fort Smith was pretty big. Yeah, I actually, so I've just figured it'd be, was it, where's it, is Bentonville where Walmart's at? Yes, Bentonville, yep. And that's considered Northwest Arkansas, but I think there's so many, like, so there's Springdale and there's Bentonville and then there's Fayetteville. There's probably just so many. If you're talking about largest city, that's probably Fort Smith, but I believe as population-wise, probably definitely a Northwest Arkansas would be the I most see one populated. Of those, I see one of those fixer-up shows on, on Bentonville and I was like, oh man, I said everybody and their brother's moving down to <laughs> Northwest Arkansas. My sister lives overseas. She's an expat and her and her husband travel. She says no matter what, they lived in Mexico, Brazil. China, and now they're in South Africa. She goes, no matter where you go in the world, there's expats from Arkansas, <laughs> from Walmart. But on top of that, there's a whole bunch of trucking down there. Yes, yes. We have, of course, USA Truck in Van Buren. There is ABF in Fort Smith. And then in Northwest Arkansas, you have J.B. Hunt. So those are some pretty big carriers in little Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, yep. So tell us a little bit about USA Truck. Well, USA Truck, again, like I said, This year will be 38 years in business. We are the white trucks with the Navy emblem on our trucks. And it's a pretty awesome story. It's one of my favorite traditions with USA Truck is that the founder of USA Truck was a Navy aviator. So it was his love of the Navy that inspired him to use that symbol for this trucking company. And we still use it today. So there's, if you ever see those trucks with the stars and bars, that is USA Truck. And uh, we still honor that tradition. We actually... We have a truck for each military branch, and we award those trucks to our veteran drivers, and they are beautiful and amazing-looking trucks. So you will probably see them out I there. I have seen one of those. I mm-hmm. didn't. I figured that was an owner-operator who was a veteran. That was pretty slick. So you guys are asset-based, obviously. How many trucks do you guys have around? 
So we have several different divisions within the company. We have a dedicated segment that is asset. We also have our company side with our company drivers. And then we also have an owner operator segment and a plus P segment. And all combined, if you look at our, our total capacity, we have around close to 2,000 trucks. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of trucks. So before we get into the topic today, which is the perfect partner for the owner operator, Mandy, tell us a little bit about you. Where did you grow up and where did you go to school? Well, I guess you could say I'm homegrown. (laughs) I have lived in Van Buren, Arkansas my whole life. And in fact, I grew up just a few miles down the road from USA Truck in the country, a little dirt road. And it was my dad that really inspired my love for trucking. Still to this day, he's almost 70, which he may be mad at me for saying that out loud. But uh, he's Hey, still- our president's 78. <laughs> I figure you can work as long as you want now. <laughs> right? So he has always been a truck driver my whole life, but he's also been a master diesel technician. And somehow he has been able to work um, two jobs my entire life. I don't know how he does it even in his age today, but he works full-time at Kenworth. And then on the side, he drives and he's always had some type of driving job. And when I was little, he would take the occasional over-the-road load and I was able to ride along. So it was that experience, that love of trucking that, that really began. He taught me at an early age and it's pretty funny, but I was that little girl that ran out in the middle of the yard and did the whole fist horn. Yeah, 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 you're like, pull that horn, pull that horn. And every single time, they never let me down. We always had a chicken. We have a chicken farmer that lived down the road at the very end of our dirt road and he always had trucks coming and going. So, so yeah, I would always run out there and <laughs> it makes me laugh today thinking about it. But that's really where my love of trucking began. So I started with USA Truck right out of high school. I was 18. I was the youngest one in operations. And I started with load entry and um, scheduling appointments. So I've had all kinds of experience with my tenure there. How long have you been there? Um, over 16 years this year. So Yikes. Nice, nice. Very long time. And I have a range of from account management to outside sales. I actually traveled to Arizona, New Mexico, and Colorado selling for USA Truck. Also, load planning, um, dispatching, driver management, operations management, training program. I mean, it's if it involves operations from booking a load to planning a load to dispatching a load to servicing a load, I've done it. <laughs> so it's almost like USA Truck is like growing trucking professionals down in the fields of Arkansas. <laughs> Doesn't seem <Right>. fair. <laughs> so let's get into the topic today, which is the perfect partner for the owner operator. So let's, before we get into what's the perfect partner for owner operators, let's talk a little bit about just owner operator problems. You work with a lot of owner operators. So what are some of the issues that they have staying on the road? Well, one of the biggest ones is the time factor. So getting your miles in, getting your loads in, and that small fragment of window that they have, they have 14 hours a day to drive that 11 hour window. And if they're being held up at all, I mean, that really cuts into not just their time, but their pocket. So if they can't get in enough miles or enough loads in a week, that's really going to be affecting their paycheck. So definitely one of their biggest issues is time and having the time to not only get their miles and their loads in, but also the time when they should be resting and be on break, 
Instead, they could be trying to be on a load board and dealing with multiple contacts negotiating rates for loads. And that can be pretty stressful and frustrating depending on who you're talking to. But the end is very time consuming. Right. Yeah. It's already a long day and driving 11 hours. I always think if I jump in the car and drive three or four (laughs) hours, I'm like, damn, that's enough. I don't want to drive any more than that. And to do it 11. (laughs) So my sister, she lives in Spyro, which is, it's only about a 30 minute drive from Van Buren. But I swear, every time that I drive and go see her, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for a nap. It makes me so tired. So yeah, I could not imagine. I have great respect for what they do. I could never drive a 53-foot trailer or back it up. And and thank God that I don't. There's probably a lot of lives out there that are saved because I'm not on the road. But I may not be able to drive one, but I sure know how to plan and get loads and help them along the way. Right. So one of the issues, though, is this whole idea of they got to book good freight. They got to find good freight and it takes time. But again, your load boards or calling brokers or calling shippers. Everyone wants kind of good shipper freight. Some guys, for whatever reason, don't want to work with brokers. So booking good freight is one. What's another issue that they're going through right now? Especially right now with the freight that's out there. If you look at all the grocery warehouses, the the time of getting unloaded. So if you have one trailer and you're booking your own freight and it's mostly live load and live unload, that is really um, cutting into your pocket for what you can do in a day. I've seen loads like that going from three hours to even sometimes six hours to get unloaded. And that's just ridiculous. So that's definitely a big problem out there, especially with some of the some of the different retailers and grocery warehouses that are getting backed up. And if you don't have a drop and hook system that you can use, then you're spending a lot of time for appointments. Or you could even miss an appointment. And then if you miss an appointment, they're so booked up with all the freight that is going on right now, they may not be able to take you for a week out sometimes. Right, right. So first is just finding good freight. And second is maybe getting unloaded, especially in these crazy times of COVID. So what's another issue that these guys run into on a regular basis? Probably definitely cash flow. Having the cash out there that requires to not only maintain your truck, but also maintain your trailer. I mean, one... And one- fill Right, right. And the fuel and just to live out there over the road and have the cash that you need to, to be able to make it in a small business. I mean, definitely cash flow, having the amount of cash that you need to fuel up your truck and to get by out there day to day. Right. So you think about those very expensive trucks. What's a truck cost? A new one cost these days? Oh, Lord. A lot of cases are more than a house, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so you get this really expensive truck, you're, you're paying for that, and it drinks fuel pretty damn fast, so you spend a lot on that, and then you're on the road, so potentially you're getting a hotel, motel room, or, or at a minimum, you've got to go spend the night somewhere in a parking lot, which is, that's a whole other issue. Yeah, and even the cost for parking, like most places, you can't find a spot to park for a 53-foot trailer, so a lot of places even charge for parking, so there's that cost as well. Yep. And then when you're eating on the road, it's expensive and potentially very unhealthy. It's not, not an easy thing. So, But you're blowing through cash and you're doing that. And sometimes you're getting paid 30 days out. That means you've got to put gas in a truck a lot of days before you get paid. you got to eat a lot of meals before you get paid. It's not cheap. So what's another issue these guys run into? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think here. 
Well, I wrote it down. You told me growing a business. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely growth. So a lot of the independent contractors, they want to grow their business. They don't just want to be one truck and one driver. But it's so hard to grow because they're out there on the road doing the job themselves. They don't have, again, here's the big keyword, time to invest into buying more trucks or even having the time to interview and find drivers. And then to be able to book freight, dispatch those drivers, it's really hard to grow out there. Yep. So you've said when we were talking about this offline that you feel like companies like yours, like USA Truck, are the perfect partners for owner operators. And let's go over some of the reasons. And ideally, it solves some of these problems that we talked about, which is finding good freight and ideally drop and hook freight so you can keep up driving, right? Access to trailers, that's an issue these days. Now they got those cash flow. I don't know if you can help with cash flow and then helping them grow their business. So if they have goals of I want to have five or 10 trucks, how do they get there? So why don't you talk a little bit about the program that you guys have? And I know you guys are probably not the only one. We'll just say you have the very best one. So <laughs> right. <laughs> what, what is the program you have for owner operators? Well, this is called the um, Plus Power Program at USA Truck, and it is for owner-operators with their own authority or even um, small to larger carriers. So really, the best thing about this program is the consistency of our committed and contracted freight that we have, and then our vast amount of thousands of trailers that we own. We mostly have preloaded and drop and hook. It's about 50-50. The shipper may be preloaded and the final alive or vice versa. And then sometimes both ends, the shipper and the final will be drop and hook. So it really saves a lot of time having a partnership with someone that is has a big freight network, several different customers, and has plenty of freight, plenty of trailers to be able to keep not only if they're the driver themselves moving, but also if they have multiple drivers and multiple trucks, we can keep all of their trucks moving. And we do that because it helps us also add capacity to our, our shippers and our customers. Most companies out there, they want to give their freight to someone that can handle all of it. So it's a team effort. Give me all your freight and bring your trucks on and we'll load you load after loading and keep your wheels moving, keep your money coming in at the same time. We're able to get more freight to and service our shippers. Right. So let me talk about these problems again. So the first thing, again, you said, we said, uh, when we're talking, one of the problems they have is booking good freight. Not only does it take time, it just, it's a, a constant back and forth negotiating. It's never ending. Right. And a lot of ideally drop and hook. So can you get them good freight? Definitely. So what's the definition of good freight in your mind? So I should ask that. <laughs> good freight. Well, depends on who you talk to. Um, it really depends on how their drivers are paid. So if they pay their drivers based on mileage, then we are going to be looking at your revenue per truck per day. At the same time, we're going to be taking mileage into consideration because we all know if your driver isn't happy, then nobody's happy. And you have to be able to have drivers to, to pick up that freight and you can't have one without the other. So so basically, when we bring on a driver with their own authority or a carrier with multiple trucks, we ask them, 
What do you expect? What are your expectations? What do you want to earn per day? Are you more based on a revenue standpoint per, per day or are you a mileage focused carrier? Because really there is a big difference to the two. If you're one that is not getting paid by mileage, then we can look at the, the less mileage loads and we can stack those up to really maximize um, your revenue coming in. And we do all that. We do all that for you. Wait, let me ask a question. So I'm not a driver, obviously, but um, when you say some drivers are more interested in revenue and some are more interested in miles, I explain that because I don't, I don't understand that. I'm assuming there's other idiots who uh, don't also understand that. <laughs> well, it's really going to be for the carriers that pay their drivers based on mileage. So while you think the big key is your revenue coming in per day, you also, if you're paying a driver based on mileage, you have to make sure that they are being taken care of. They are being compensated. If they're making 50 cents to 60 cents, you know, as a company driver for you, then they have to get a certain amount of mileage in per week. For example, if you have a, let's say it's a 200 mile load that pays you $1,500 to do. Well, that's a really good load if you can pick up and deliver it same day. But let's say that load has a day and a half scheduled because we all know some of these appointment places, you can't get appointments. So it's got some really bad transit. And if you're a driver that gets paid by mileage and you're having to sit and wait on a 200 mile load where you're only making 60 cents a mile, that's really not worth your time. So that's really the difference is how are your drivers getting paid? And we want to know that because we want to make sure your drivers are taken care of because without them, you really don't have a business. Right. So you guys are asking the right questions, trying to understand what can I do as the perfect partner to help you be successful. So you're helping them get the right freight for their business. And then also, and you said, I think a lot of drivers these days want drop and hook freight. And you guys have a lot of drop and hook freight and a lot of trailers, which is a good thing if you're doing drop and hook, especially. Yeah, we try to have three to four trailers for every truck that we have. So that tells you how many, we have 2,000 trucks, then you can do the math and, and see how many trailers we have. So yes, we prefer drop and hook. Yep. So for those who don't know, what is drop and hook? Drop and hook is basically we store trailers at a shipper and they can load it whenever they want to. And then they tell us it's ready, loaded up. So then the drivers can come in there and they... Um, we'll bring in an empty trailer. And that's really a key piece. A lot of power only drivers out there, they're used to bobtailing in. But really, we always want to take an empty trailer in there with us because then we're replacing that trailer so they can load another load in return. So what we do is we come in with an empty trailer, we drop it, and then we hook to the loaded one, and then we're on our way. So just think of all the time that saves drivers from having to wait to get loaded. I mean, you may have a line just to get into the facility to begin with. So you've got that time that you're waiting to get checked in. And then you wouldn't believe how many customers ding you for waiting in that line. And then once you get checked in, they're like, oh, you're late. So now you're going to be considered worked in. So if you have a live appointment, it's really hard sometimes to get through your day without getting frustrated. <laughs> No, that's, we got to keep drivers driving. That's how they get paid, right? So they don't get paid to sit around and wait to be unloaded or loaded. So you've got access to good freight. 
So you help them get that. You also help them with the drop and hook. You guys do a lot of that. Access to trailers. We just talked about that. So what about fuel costs and cash flow? I know that you said cash flow is a big problem. They're on the road for 30 days without payment from the first shipment they did. They have fuel costs, maintenance costs, truck payment probably, living on the road. How can you guys help them with that? Yeah. Well, in our Plus Power program, we kind of call it Pump Up the Perks. We have our own fuel car comm data program where we pass over our company discounts that we get as a company onto our power-only carriers. And it's up to 25 cents off at most of the major fuel places. And that's a pretty big discount. I've spoken to a lot of, of mid-size and smaller carriers, and they are not even getting that if they have a current program. So it's really a great program, and we don't charge anything for it. So we pass over the discounts to our power-only drivers, and they are able to advance up to 40% of what the load pays after they're loaded. And then we can put that money onto that card for them to use for whatever they want to. They don't even have to use it for fuel. They can use it. It is a MasterCard, um, Calm Data card. So it's you can even transfer money to your bank if you wanted to. So that's part of the cash flow. Another piece for the cash flow is our payment terms. So we have a 2% quick pay where you can get paid within three days or less. And then we also have a free 10-day standard pay for them to get paid. Oh, that's nice. So if I could be paid 10 days without any factoring fee or in three days with 2%, yep. no, that makes it a lot easier. So so when you say you have this fuel card, and again, you can use it for hotel rooms or whatever you want to use it for, so you can survive for that month or 10 days only, that's a little better. So, or a lot better, I should say. So what do you just send them, mail it to them and they get this card in the mail and it's just like a regular, regular credit card. And then when they go to the gas station, they swipe that card. That's pretty much the jit of it. So what we do is we find out on the ones that get signed up with our program, who wants a fuel card and who doesn't. Uh, the ones that do, we set it up in our system. We get them mailed out. Once you receive your card, they call in. We link it together in the system. And then when you're loaded, you can either call, text, or email your update to us, and then we can instantly load that money onto the card for them to use for whatever they want to. That's nice, because I can't imagine anything worse. I've done it when I was a kid, being on the road far from home with no money. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yes. It's so expensive. And then most of the time, you have to scale every load. So you want to make sure your weights are legal. So it's a way to get some cash flow in and, and get it in front in your hands before you deliver the load, because a lot of times you need cash out there every day. So you can help them with getting good freight, whatever that is to them, because you guys have a lot of freight. You can get the drop and hook freight. You have access to trailers, which is nice. So you can do that drop and hook. You can help them with that cash flow because you're doing the 10 day pay or quick pay for even three days. That's cool. So the last thing you talked about is how do they grow their business? Can you, how do you guys help them grow a biz? Well, I do have a radio show out there that is the Red Eye Radio. I would um, advise anyone to go out and listen to it because I actually have one of my carriers on there with me. Um, It's Mike Graves. And he actually ran for me when I was a plus power carrier manager. I had my own power only fleet before I took over the department. And 
he ran with me. And let me tell you his story because I think everybody can understand better through his story. So he was one of my power only drivers and he didn't have his own authority. He ran for one of my carriers. And for whatever reason, they lost their authority. So we all know that it's really easy to lose. You can have one accident out there. Those points add up fast. So He called me and he was one of my best power only drivers on my fleet. And he said, Mandy, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have a ride. He didn't own his truck. He was a company driver. And within the next day, I had several of my other carriers knocking on his door wanting to hire him. Um, He partnered up with one of my other carriers and ran for him for six months, saved up his own money. And I was still running him at this time. So he was able to save up money to buy his own truck get his own authority. And now he's his own carrier. And he's had up to five trucks with us under his business. And he's done all that with us. We've been able to help him along the way, coach him on advice. And we've had his back. And I think that's the best thing about being able to grow. And like I said earlier, the time if you are a driver, and he is, he is a amazing driver and he always services freight on time and you can't hardly get him enough miles in a week. He is a really good driver. And when you're that good, you're spending all your time driving that truck. You don't have the time to go hunt and and find lows, especially if you have multiple trucks. Right, right. It's interesting. um, On this podcast, I talk to a lot of companies that are third-party logistics companies or brokers or warehousing companies. It always kind of comes back to you need a partner. So if I'm an e-commerce company, I need a fulfillment partner. If I'm a 3PL or a broker, I need a technology partner. We all need to partner up because it is competitive. And there's companies like you who are saying, look, we're not competing. We're not competing against you. We want to be a partner. We need you. You need us. <laughs> so we're looking for capacity and you're looking for good loads. So good deal. I like it. I like it. So we didn't get really too much into shippers. I know your company, USA Truck, helps shippers. Talk a little bit about why you're a good option for shippers. Definitely. So we talk about the capacity issue right now, but let's go back to when COVID first hit back in March. March. (laughs) March. Everything shut down. Seems like 100 years ago. (laughs) Right. So every single thing shut down except for you had the toilet paper that was running and the Clorox loads that was running. Well, we had several carriers come to us because they needed help. They had all the automotive trucks, all the fuel trucks, and we were able to add them on. And with our customer base that we have, our shippers, they relied on us to service that freight of toilet paper and of Clorox wipes. And we did that. And that was a trying time. Um, I told my group, it was very, very, very busy because we had trucks coming in from all different angles. And we had a huge spike in truck count. And I told them, I said, guys, just hang in there. It's not going to be this way for long because we knew at some point in time, everything was going to be turned back on. And it seemed like it flipped overnight. We went from everything being shut down. There was no freight out there at all other than the toilet paper to Oh my God, where's all the drivers at? (laughs) We have freight. So my team of professionals, they are all um, 
very truck based. None of them really came from a brokerage background. We were all brought up on the truckload side. We all understand hours of service and the driver side. So we understand the need to keep them moving and also the need to be able to service our shippers and provide them with extra capacity. Um, The freight is loaded onto our trailers. So even the customers that don't necessarily like brokers. They love plus power at USA Truck because their freight is still on our trailers, which we have tracking on. So we can still provide them with all the updates that they need. At the same time, this program, like I said, we have some pretty amazing drivers in the plus power department. We have a higher level of service. We are pretty consistent at being 98% or better with our shippers and with our customers because these are drivers that have their own authority. So they understand they want to make their payments on their trucks. They have more risk involved. You know, they carry their own insurance. So they pick up and they deliver on time. And we pick the very best freight out for them for that reason. Right. And I think some shippers have had a bad experience with brokers and some carriers have had bad experience with brokers. I mean, I remember when I was at a third party logistics company, non-asset based. And every once in a while, this was <laughs> cold calling 10 years ago. And I remember saying, they'd say, do you have your own trucks? And I'd say, uh, no, but we have click. <laughs> so like, wow. So I'm not saying everybody, there's no reason everyone should be angry at brokers or 3PLs. Most of them do a really good job. But a lot of times you'll find shippers who go, nope, I just feel better dealing directly with the people who have the, the trucks. And I know a lot of truckers, when they call me or small trucking companies, they'll say, we want good shipper freight. I don't want a broker in the middle. But I always say to them, remind them, that the reason you have a broker in the middle is because you don't have your own sales team. You guys are kind of their own sales team. So you guys have the loads. And so... Doesn't it make you so... I don't know if... I don't know if I want to say the word mad, but so frustrating at some of these like really large brokers that have all this freight and they don't own one single truck like that. That drives me a little mad. (laughs) But I kind of look at it this way, though. A lot of times trucking companies don't want to pay for websites and feed on the ground sales guys. So they we're all performing a service. Otherwise we'd all be let go. The battle rages between brokers and carriers and shippers, but let's face it, most of the time we're all, all in sync. But anyway, there are going to be some shippers who say, I want to work directly with the guys who have the trucks and they're going to find carriers the same way that say, look, I like the idea of working with someone like you who says, we are truck people. <laughs> we, we are not the other side of the fence. So It really has been a, a good way. We kind of use the analogy that plus power bridges the gap between asset and non-asset. So the customers, the shippers that have been reluctant to use brokerage in the past, they've kind of opened their door to allow the plus power team to come in because it's their trailer. But once we prove our worth to them and service their freight, then they're more reluctant to even use our brokerage team. So even, even at USA truck, we have our own brokerage segment too. And the way they service freight is amazing. So, I mean, brokers out there definitely have, have a hard job. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, USA Truck, we have the total package. We have a brokerage. We have assets. We have trailers. So, I mean, if you're going to use somebody, let's let's use ones that, that have the trucks on the road, <laughs> right? 
Right. Well, again, there's an argument for everybody. And again, I, I was, <laughs> one of the challenges we all have in the space is if you're going to spend big on technology and somebody's doing that, obviously, then you go, and then I'm also going to spend big on trucks. And there's only so much money that's coming in, right? We all pick our specialization, but I think it's cool what you guys are doing because again, these owner operators are out there. We're all looking for good carriers. I mean, all shippers are all looking for good carriers and you guys are a great partner for them. So wrap this up for us. Put a bow on this one, Mandy. Put a bow on it. (laughs) Summarize this topic for me. Well, to put it the best, like Mike Graves said about us, we treat our, our power only, our plus power carriers like family. And it really is. We value what they do out there every day. We want to make sure that we go above and beyond of what they expect because the industry right now, what they do, I mean, they're keeping Americans going load after load. If it wasn't for the drivers out there on the road, we wouldn't have the medical supplies that we have. We wouldn't have the mask that we're wearing. We wouldn't have these vaccines even. And I don't feel like they get the respect that they deserve. So. Yes, there are a lot of power-only programs out there. In fact, if you Google it, you probably will get overwhelmed. I only know about USA Trucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But... It's basically the easiest way I can say is come home, feel like home, feel like family. We build that trust. We are honest and open with you. I'm never going to say that we have the highest paying freight. If you have the highest paying freight, then you're probably never going to be very consistent because shippers don't always go with the highest paying ones. So if you want contracted year round freight, then you have still good paying rates, but sometimes it's not the highest. But what we offer is the consistency and the spot market is so, you know, it's like a roller coaster. And if you're tired of riding that roller coaster with all the ups and the downs, then we are definitely the program for you to build your business, to stay in business and to be consistent, have a consistent amount of revenue coming in every single week, pay your bills on time and to still make enough money to do what you want to do. I mean, the sky's the limit, really. It's as many loads that you want to do or as little as you want to do. I've had drivers that are retired. They just run because they, I don't know, maybe they don't like their home. <laughs> they want You can always throw that extra money out if you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and they would do loads here and there. And they were always on my board and they didn't go anywhere else. They would go home. And when they were ready for a load, they knew who to call. In fact, when I uh, left the plus power department, I was a plus power carrier manager. I took a promotion to be an operations manager over our company side and managed the company assets of about 300 and something trucks. One of my drivers that I ran in power only actually decided to retire. It was right before the um, ELD mandate came out. And he said, well, if I don't have you anymore, then I'm just going to go ahead and pack it up and retire. So, I mean, that's this relationship. We will have that relationship with you to where you know that we will always have your back. If you're overweight, I mean, we all know that in trucking, it rarely goes as planned. And a lot of us, including myself, would not have jobs if it wasn't for all the issues that pop up on a day-to-day. Overweight issues, shippers having wrong pickup numbers or, or giving a load out to a different driver or, oh no, we picked up the wrong load. There's so many fires out there and we go to bat for you to fight those fires for you so that we can take some of that frustration off of you because it's a hard job. I mean, it's a hard job. Um, You're pretty much loaded so full that you are like a torpedo going down that interstate. So your safety and 
your peace of mind is is definitely number one for us. Right. So let me ask you a question, Mandy. Where are your terminals at? We have several terminals. So we we're incorporated out of Van Buren. We have a terminal in Dallas. We have one in Atlanta. We have one in Chicago. We have one in Pennsylvania, in Ohio. So we have them all over the place, which also really helps. And even if we don't have terminals, we have drop yards everywhere. So that's one of the benefits is when we run into these problems and say we get to somewhere and they won't take a load for whatever reason. We schedule the appointment. They're saying we didn't or or they can't take the product, they have too much, or it's the wrong product, we can still keep that driver moving. We can go drop that load at a yard until we figure out what to do with it. Because a lot of times those issues take a while to figure out, especially on like an OS&D situation. We want to keep that driver moving. We don't want to hold that driver up. So we will go drop the load and we will continue on and keep that driver moving. Same aspect when our drivers break down. We are able to, it's our trailer, so we take the stress of that loaded trailer off of them. We will relay that load off of them with either one of our other power-only drivers or a company driver or independent contractor to get that load still delivered on time. And then all they have to deal with is what is going on wrong with my truck. Right. Yeah. Imagine if your truck breaks down, especially they do the scheduled maintenance. If it breaks down, it was unexpected and no doubt unpleasant. So you let them deal with that that maintenance issue and they don't have to worry about how does that load going to get delivered. Well, that's wonderful. So this is good stuff. I appreciate you taking the time and telling us all about USA Truck and the, and the stars and bars. I did look at your website and uh, boy, it is a very patriotic website. Uh, <laughs> Patriotic company, which I appreciate because, gosh, I sometimes hear a lot of nasty things about our beloved country. So I like to see the stars and bars and the veterans. Yes. My grandpa fought in World War II, so it's definitely, I I value that tradition very much. Very nice. Very nice. I appreciate his service. So, Mandy, how do people get a hold of you and the Plus Power team? Well, the easiest way, if you want more information, you can go to myplusspower.com. Again, that is myplusspower.com. Everything that you need to know, it is on that landing page. Our phone number to contact us, there is a form on there that you can fill out real easy that will email us. If you're one that really don't want to be on the phone, which I understand that, everything, what you need to get set up is on that landing page. So again, that is myplusspower.com. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And what I'll also do, uh, Mandy, is put a link to your LinkedIn profile and a link over to your regular website so people can check you guys out and the stars and bars. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, Joe, it was such so much fun today. And thank you so much for having me. It was Yeah. Amazing. And I sh- should also thank our friends over at Lean. Gina Mann was kind enough to introduce us and I appreciate that. It's always nice to find good people that I would not have found on my own. So <laughs> right. thank you, Gina and the Lean Staffing Solutions team. I think they changed the name to Lean Staffing Solutions. So great company also. So anyway, thank you very much. And thank, you, uh, thank all of you for listening to the podcast. Your support is very much appreciated. Until next time, I'm Warren Upward. You've been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage in conversations with experts in the logistics field. If you're an expert and would like to be featured on the Logistics of Logistics podcast, please email Joe Lynch at joe at the logisticsoflogistics.com.